All right, hey guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Hawkins. This is your best life to find. I hope life is treating you well. If you showed up here today, I'm kind of thinking probably you're looking for something. I would imagine if you've been sitting around maybe scrolling podcasts, trying to find something that's going to connect with you so that you can fix that thing in your life you're struggling with or to maybe gain more benefit from the life you're living. That's a possibility too, right? That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here because I show up every day and I... You know, I think to myself, well, I'm not supposed to be here. Why wouldn't I share whatever, everything I can with you, maybe to help you maybe just retire early. Maybe the issue is you actually aren't having enough fun or maybe your relationship is messed up or maybe you're swimming in debt with finances and just trying to find a new direction for yourself. That's that's kind of why I show up every day. See, I'm I'm trying to figure this thing out. I'm not sure exactly what this means to me or where it's going to end up because you just don't. You just wake up every day and you start doing something. And for this, it was just about me not knowing how to do this. That partly intrigued me. There's, a, there's something about learning something new, acquiring some new skill that you have. And... I guess I can't think of a better way to spend my time. I mean, some guys, they, I got friends, they rebuild cars and some guys clean guns and some guys mountain bike and hike. And I do all those things too, um, but I don't build cars, but I, I do a lot of other things. But this is just one of those things that I didn't know how to do. And now, no matter what happens, no matter how long this thing runs, I will be able to say, yeah, I was, a, I was a podcaster. I got a X amount of podcasts up there. Go check them out. Yeah, not all of them are great. Some of them are good. I'm, you know, I'm pretty impressed with the effort, even if you don't like the content. I mean, I get that. See, what's cool about the tragedy, or not the tragedy, but the struggle that I faced in my life. Grew up from nothing. My got married when we were 16. She was 16. I was 18. My childhood was crap. I had some really mean stepdads. And I was kind of on my own. I didn't have the luxury of having someone guide me by the hand through my life. I woke up one day, my dad was gone. My mom was uh, off tilt and I had a new stepdad and things went south. And no one was guiding me saying, okay, now this is what you need to do. So the things that I felt like I needed to get done, I had to learn on my own. It wasn't a matter of me knowing anything about any of the things I attempted to do. It was more about me realizing that in order for me to do that, I've got to learn something about it. That's the ticket right there. That was what I did. Everything in your life, when you think about everything in your life, at one point, it was something you didn't know how to do. I don't know how. I don't know how. That's what they say. I don't know how. Okay. That's a starting point that at least that identifies where you're at. What was interesting, I spent 23 and a half years working in a federal prison and I've always been the kind of person that just kind of takes the bull by the horns. I get an idea in my head and I just go for it. If, if it's not going to compromise my current position, if it's going to make it better somehow, or at least it's not going to make anything worse, there's not too many things that I won't try if, if I have the reason to do it. And a lot of those things don't have anything to do with the things I know. In fact, most of those things, while they may be in the same realm, this is, I would consider myself a creative. I'm the kind of guy who likes to create and do things. So from that standpoint, yes, this is similar, but I didn't know anything about doing podcasts. 
but that didn't stop me. And I would explain this concept to the young guys in prison. I think at the time I was about almost 50, probably in my 50s. And I would have these conversations with these students about where they were going and how to initiate action in your life. And what a lot of them came to me with was, well, how did you know what to do? How did you know what to do? I talk about being a mortgage broker. I talk about being a website designer. I talk about being a general contractor. And the stumbling block I hit over and over and over again is the fact that they kept asking me that same question. How did you know what to do? And I would ask them, well, just start. I don't know how. Well, then maybe that's where you start. It's only one thing. See, what's unusual about life, and uh, well, what doesn't compare with the educational systems is life is not like an educational system where you go to a college and you learn a bunch of stuff in preparation to do what you might need to do. Life gives you exactly what you need to learn because it'll identify your deficits. I didn't know a damn thing about concrete when I started. Showed up on the job. I was being critical of the way people were pouring the concrete on the ground. The boss said, well, you do it then. I said, all right, I will. I looked at it and I said, okay, this is what they're doing. And I did it better. I said, okay, I see it. I didn't need to know anything else. I didn't need to know, I didn't need to know the name of the truck driver. I didn't need to know the name of the owner. All I needed to know was how to run that chute so the concrete wasn't piled up. And what happened was the guys appreciated it. Like, wow, this is cool. There's the gauge. Just keep it that level. And then we don't have to work so hard. I think for me, the energy that I get in my life and the energy to do things like this is because I'm already in it. I'm in it all the way. And there's a possibility that I can learn something along the way. And it's all based on what I don't know. See, you don't have to know everything. Let's say that you have some idea in your mind about what you would like to do. Let's say, for instance, I met a guy in South Haven, Michigan, and he was giving me, he gave me a package of mints. And he said, well, you know, I sell these mints to the stoners in Michigan. I'm like, really? Here, because I, I asked him for a business card. He said, I don't have a business card, but I've got mints. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. I'll check it out, right? And so I'm sitting there thinking about, well, how did he do that? Well, I look at the packaging. As it turns out, the mints are actually manufactured in China. The only thing that's happening is he's contacted the Chinese manufacturer and he said, okay, this is what I want the front of the mints to look like. This is how I want the packaging to be. And this is what I'll pay for them. Or the Chinese say, okay, this is what we'll sell them to you for. And then he repurposes them. He brings them over here. It's a commodity. He says, hey, listen, if you're stoned and you got cotton mouth, you got to get these mints. Until I met that guy, I didn't really have that figured out. I didn't realize. I mean, I'd, I'd experienced drop shipment and suppliers overseas, but I didn't realize just how easy it is to actually affect that type of an endeavor. You can't, you, we don't have time. I mean, that's what's nice about this whole thing with kids not being in school. The idea that kids are no longer in school is the perfect situation for us to do the best job possible at introducing them to practical learning. Now, what does that mean? Well, that means sitting down with your kids and having a conversation with them about what direction they want to go and not the direction that this organized school system has given us, but the direction you as a unit want your children to go in. 
because it's already been proven that under the current circumstances, we can't count on the current system to educate our kids. So we have two choices. We can pretend that they're being educated or we can find an alternative that is actually crash proof. What's required in life? Well, you should know how to read, write. You should know how to do um, logic. You should understand kindness. We all know the principles that we need to survive, to live. And actually, we all know the principles to excel and grow. And one of the most interesting and most powerful aspects of that is that energy that comes from doing what you are inspired to do and the click. You know the click. You know, that thing where you're explaining something to someone and they look a little confused for a little while and all of a sudden, bam, they get it. Think about all the things you don't know anything about. Think about all the things you don't know how to do. I don't know how. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do this. Okay, that's a starting point, ain't it? Pick one. <laughs> Pick one, preferably something you actually dig, something that actually makes you go, yeah. You know, one of the things I picked was playing the guitar. There was this old guy. He was a friend of my Uncle Toby's, and my Uncle Toby was a stoner. He was an old-school weed-smoking dude, long hair. They called him Geronimo, and and he was. He was just the nicest guy in the world, but he had this friend, and this guy's, his guy's name was Jimmy Bucket. Can you imagine? Hey, Jimmy Bucket. Hey, Bucket. What's up, man? That's what that's what I'm talking about. This this old. He was a Mexican dude. He slicked his hair back. He like hey. He was all cool and shit. Old school. Old school. It was. He was great to be around. But he 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 played the guitar. But the only chords he knew was E, A, G, and B. <laughs> that's all he knew. <laughs> so every time we get together, Joe Jimmy Bucket, he'd get his guitar out and he'd play. Um, a low uh, honky tonk, real slow, and he'd go, "Hey, the dog crossed the road, right?" He just come off the wall with his stuff. And now he was a chronic alcoholic, okay? But you know, it's funny that influence actually got me interested in music. And then Jimmy Bucket actually showed me how to play the guitar. And before I knew it, I was rocking it. Before I knew, it, I was like, "Oh, I love to do this. This is cool. I love to do this." And then there was a moment there when I trans transitioned from not knowing anything at all about the guitar to knowing all I need to move forward with it. And I continue to move forward. There are times when I play the guitar and I do really well. And I sing too. Singing is about, it's about voice training as much as it is anything. Because, I mean, this thing right here, it requires you to actually train your voice so that you understand and you can be understood when it comes to the things you say. I mean, you if you listen back over my podcast, you'll probably notice there are some things about my voice that has changed. A little more resonant, a little more deeper, a little more present. There's not a lot of up and down fluctuation in the, in the sound or the tone of it because that's important. You don't want to be blasting your audience's ears off with sharps and, and extreme lows. You want to keep it kind of smooth, you know, because it's kind of like music, right? How do I know that? I looked at it. I'm in the middle of this podcast thing. And I'm thinking, how can I make it better for my listener? And and I'm listening to this book, and the guy says, well, you got to run your sound through a noise dampener. You got to remove remove the noise from the sound from the audio. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so I started removing the sound and a few other steps, and look where I am now. And in the beginning, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know how to do this. 
So, bringing it back to you, bringing it back to you, let me just say this. Dig down deep inside yourself and ask yourself some questions about who you are and where you're going. And once you've defined that, and once you've found that thing that adds a spark in your life, where you're like, well, that would really be cool. Maybe it's fishing. Maybe it's something simple like disc golf, or maybe it's something simple like walking with your partner with the goal of making your relationship better by being a better listener. Maybe that's the goal that you're after. Grab a hold of that thing, and then don't worry about how you're going to do it. Just start the process. And if you're going to go walk with your friend, or you're going to go play disc golf, then the first thing you need to do is make it a point to climb in that car and do that. It doesn't matter if you understand how this is going to work out or exactly where it's going. It's all about finding the motivation to take action and move. To take action and say, okay, this is where we're at. I feel so strongly about this thing in front of me that we have picked that we're going to do this together. We're going to move every day. Don't worry, you'll hit stumbling blocks, you'll hit issues in the road, and it doesn't matter whether it's disc golf, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your employment, it does not matter one bit. The ticket here is that by picking that item out and facing those challenges, getting to a point and saying, okay, we don't know shit about this, something went wrong here. I thought this Brene Brown's book was going to save our relationship, and now we're more pissed off at each other than ever, right? Okay, that's a hurdle. What do you need to know? What do you need to know about that situation to make it better? You don't know how to fix it until you face it. It's just like a puzzle. Just like a puzzle, you find the piece, you go, okay, that didn't work, let's try this. And it's all about mutual agreement, mutual mutual respect. So if you're wandering around and you're sitting there and you're in your box in your life and you're kind of sitting in that box and nothing's changing and days are going by and weeks are going by, maybe it's time for you to go ahead and start stepping out into the shit you don't know nothing about. Maybe it's time for you to start picking a direction that you keep talking about, but haven't quite been ready to pull the trigger on. And you're going to just go ahead and grab a hold of it and say, okay, you know what? Life's getting short. Things are getting crazy. I think I'll have some fun. Important things to think about here. So anyway, I could go on with this. I really appreciate you showing up every day. You know, I'm going to be here. You know, I'm going to be talking to you. You know, I'm going to be sharing my stories with you. I'd love to hear from you. I hope you hit that subscribe button. If you're listening to this on YouTube, thank you very much. Please do the share thing. Trying to entertain me more than I'm trying to give you access to your best life. Until next time, just remember today's your day. Make it a good one.